If you are looking to elevate your leadership and drive your nonprofit forward, I invite you to subscribe to the Successful Nonprofits newsletter. Every week, I curate exclusive shareworthy content that sparks inspiration, innovation, and conversation. From the latest trends to timeless advice, the weekly email newsletter is your all-access pass to a treasure trove of resources. But receiving the newsletter is not just about staying informed. It's also about getting our best content first. Subscribers get first access to our newest downloadable templates designed to propel your leadership and amplify your impact. And that's not all, my friend. We are constantly working on new ways to support you and your mission. So as a subscriber, you'll get updates on our latest projects, opportunities to participate in surveys, and a say in the topics that we tackle next. You will essentially get me as a consultant, coach, and confidant in your inbox, ready to help you navigate the challenges of nonprofit leadership. So if you're an executive director, board chair, or a nonprofit leader who believes in making a difference, join me as a newsletter subscriber. Visit SuccessfulNonprofits.com forward slash newsletter to sign up today. And now, friend, let me take you to the episode you've downloaded. Welcome to the Successful Nonprofits Bonus Break. I'm your host, Dolph Goldenberg. The Bonus Break is a short episode you can listen to while taking a coffee break and get the added bonus of making you and your nonprofit more successful. Produced as a companion to our longer Successful Nonprofits podcast, the bonus break covers all of the topics you care most about, professional development, fundraising, governance, board relations, marketing, and more. This bonus break focuses on thanking donors like you mean it. And so the first thing that all organizations can do to ensure that they thank donors like they mean it is to thank before you bank. Now, this is a tried and true maxim of nonprofit fundraising, but so many organizations fail to properly thank their donors. So I've always said that if an organization has the capacity to deposit my check quickly, it should also have the capacity to send a personalized thank you letter for my donation pretty quickly as well. And so those organizations that can mail a thank you letter to their donors within two or three business days of receiving the gift, you know, they leave a much more positive impression in donors' minds. Now, thank you letters that are received weeks or even months after the gift often communicate a sense of not just delayed gratitude, but a sense that maybe the gift did not rise to the level to be immediately acknowledged. The second thing that you can do to thank donors like you mean it is to make sure that you connect the thank you letter to the mission. After all, donors' first priority is to the mission or the cause, and they only seek worthy organizations after feeling passionate about the cause. For this reason, every thank you letter should powerfully connect the donor to the mission, and successful thank you letters are often cherished by donors for months or years, and not just for tax purposes. So let me give you an example. My husband and I support a school in Haiti. And each year, we get something that has been drawn by one of their elementary students. And that comes along with our thank you note. Now, I have been to this school. I have volunteered at this school. So I can actually picture a classroom. And I can picture a table. 
and a kid sitting at this table and drawing a picture for Frank and I. So you had better believe that that thank you note hangs on our refrigerator right beside our niece's artwork. And you know what? It hangs there all year until we get the next piece of artwork from another Haitian student. Now, that powerfully connects the thank you letter to the mission. Every time I open the refrigerator, I see that student's artwork. And I think about the school that we support and why we support it. Another important thing to keep in mind is to reaffirm the donor's decision to give. Let's face it, everyone likes to support a winner. So the thank you letter should communicate the organization's recent success and underscore that the donor made a good choice by giving to them and that the donor's gift will make the organization even more successful. Now, it's also important to personalize the thank you note. Every thank you letter that is sent should be personalized to the absolute greatest extent possible. This goes beyond the basics of spelling the donor's name correctly and using a preferred name in the salutation. Although I will share with you, I am often surprised how often my name is either misspelled or my preferred name is not used. So my legal name is Adolf. So when I get a thank you letter to Adolf Goldenberg, I tend to know that whoever signed that letter probably doesn't know me. Or if they do know me and did not at least draw a line through Adolf and write Dolph, there's a very good chance that they were not really paying attention when they signed their thank you notes. But again, that personalization goes beyond that. It also extends to recognizing the reason the donor made the gift in the first place. If the donor gave in response to a direct mail piece about providing warm coats to low-income older adults, for example, the thank you letter should indicate the impact the gift will have on the coat program. This level of personalization usually requires that the organization draft several thank you letters. And so that's okay. What you do then is you segment gifts that are received in your CRM, and then you merge and sort the appropriate campaign to the appropriate thank you letter. And the very last piece is that correspondence should feel like a letter from a personal friend. Even when done by mail, Fundraising is relationship building. While the thank you letter will use the organization's letterhead and envelope, the best thank you letters feel like they are from a person and not an organization. This means a real signature, not a digital one. And the person signing the letter should handwrite a note of thanks near the signature. Even if it's just 10 or 12 words, it makes a difference. And also, in this age of low-cost, high-quality color printing, many donors will wet their thumb or finger and try to smudge the signature. So it's a good idea to use a felt tip or gel ink pen to ensure that the donor has the satisfaction of a good smudge. While we talk about personalization, let's also say that I get very few letters or cards from personal friends that have been metered. In fact, Every card that I get from a personal friend uses a stamp. So it's a good idea to use a first-class stamp on every thank you letter that you send out. The United States Postal Service has a variety of different stamps for purchase online, and this gives every organization the opportunity to communicate its mission once again on the outside of the envelope by using the stamp. So here are some examples. 
Organizations that serve veterans might use the Purple Heart stamp or the Medal of Honor stamp. Food banks can choose a farmer's market stamp. Environmental organizations might opt for a Go Green stamp. Civil rights organizations might affix the Emancipation Proclamation stamp or the new African American History Museum stamp. And of course, LGBT organizations could consider going and buying some of those Harvey Milk stamps. If you're wondering what stamp your organization might use, you can review all of the stamp options at the United States Postal Service website. It is well worth a fundraiser's time, and I will also share with you that at the website, they have a much broader selection of stamps than what you typically find in your post office. And so I told you that was the last one. I actually think I probably have about two more. So another thing to keep in mind is that thank you letters have a shelf life. Donors who make multiple gifts each year should receive a different thank you letter each time. Nothing communicates you, dear donor, are just a name in our database, like receiving the same thank you letter several times. Additionally, the best thank you letters are current and topical, which means most cannot be used for more than a couple of months. And now the last one, and this really is the last one. Sometimes a letter just isn't enough. An organization's executive director should probably personally call and thank any donor making a gift over a specified amount. Since major donors almost never receive personal thank you calls the day a gift arrives in the office, this call will set your organization apart from the others and strengthen your relationship with the donor. For organizations with only a few donors, you know, you might say that those making a gift over $250 should receive a personal call. Maybe you only have 10 or 12 of those a year. Well, for other organizations, organizations with hundreds or thousands of donors, they probably will set that threshold higher. They might say donors making over 1,000 or donors making over 5,000. The most important thing, though, is the call should occur the same day the gift is received and before the check is deposited in the bank. And the call should focus entirely on thanking the donor and communicating how the gift will help the organization achieve its mission. Now, all executive directors will go out of the office from time to time, maybe for a conference or a vacation, or they're just out sick. So if the executive director is out of the office, the chief fundraising officer can certainly place this call. Those are my thoughts on ways to thank donors like you mean it. And this bonus break and the Successful Nonprofits podcast is produced by the Goldenberg Group as part of our mission to provide board development, strategic planning, and interim leadership to help nonprofits thrive in a competitive environment. Be sure to visit our podcast website at SuccessfulNonprofits.com or find me, Dolph Goldenberg, at GoldenbergGroup.com on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. Thanks for joining us for this bonus break, and I hope you gain some insight that you will use to help your nonprofit thrive in a competitive environment.